Hello and welcome to Creative Banter. Hey guys, so today's gonna look a little different. <laughs> um, today, Madeline is not here with us, it's just Harley and Heather. And so we thought we would talk about wedding day workflow since we mostly do weddings. Yep, I mean, Mad Madeline does do weddings, but not as often. Not as often, yeah. So yeah, we're just gonna go over wedding day workflows and how to help your clients plan out their day from the moment you meet them to... No, the moment the inquiry comes oh, in. Oh, that's true. The Before you meet them. And up until you deliver the photos to them. And you're done with them. And no, you're done. <laughs> but really. Um, okay, so we'll start with all the pre-wedding day stuff. So the inquiry comes in. What's the very first thing you do when an inquiry comes in? So like I've talked about before, I use Dubsado. And so when someone goes to my website, fills out the little contact form... It goes automatically to, to Dubsado. And then from there, I email them my, like, inquiry plan. Like, hey, hello, how are you? <laughs> yeah. Tell me more about your wedding day and here's my pricing kind of a thing. Yeah, so we pretty much do the same. We don't use Dubsado. We just do it via email or mm -hmm. we've done it via Instagram before, but I don't like doing it that way. Um, we send out, it's essentially like an inquiry packet. So it's yeah. got some basic questions like, your date and a mm -hmm. little bit about you. Um, and then there's contact info for us and a little letter that kind of talks a little bit about us. It also includes pricing and then a little bit about what kind of sets us apart from other businesses who do the same thing. Yeah. So after that, we then try to set up if possible, an in-person meeting with our clients. If not, we do, we like to Skype. We like to use Google duo. We do phone calls, but Something that actually connects us with a real person. Yeah, in the beginning email, I always say, hey, I like to meet with my clients, sit down, get to know y'all. Let's go to a Starbucks that's as close as possible to the both of us and sit and meet and go over any questions that you might have. Yeah, so what do you, for your clients that you can meet in person, what do you bring with you? So when I meet my clients, I'm pretty low-key I guess I don't bring a lot but I don't also do too much sell stuff so like I just bring my computer that way I can sit on it then I also bring my iPad that's solely just for clients and I'll pull up my past plus galleries for them to look at my pricing guide my website kind of just just so they get a better visual of my work and how things will go yeah so I bring my iPad um, usually the laptop, a copy of like a paper copy of the contract. Um, and then I have the pricing guide loaded on the iPad as well as I bring like a little welcome gift is usually like a bottle of champagne and, um, like some chocolate. Even before like they book you? Yeah. Um, just as a congratulations That's true. That is cute. type thing. Yeah. I just think it's really cute. And then I also come with the iPad preloaded with past galleries of like full yep. weddings and then a link with an invoice ready for them to pay their deposit. Mm -hmm. um, so that way, whether they want to pay in cash or with a card or whatever, I can go ahead and have that set. Um, do most of your clients book that day or do they usually go home, mull things over, and then get back to you? It's usually about 50-50. Yeah. yeah. Um, some of them who have been like looking for a while, they're just like, when I know, I know, and this is what I want. And some of them are like, We've talked to other photographers, yeah. we've got meetings with other photographers, and we want to talk it over. Um, yeah, the ones who've done all the research, and they're like, we pretty much want you, so let's just do it. 
Yeah, and there's, I mean, for sure, like, as someone who's, you know, in the current process of planning their wedding, Mm -hmm. I've met with a number of photographers who are, I mean, and they're friends too, but a number of photographers and gotten their pricing and said, I'll get back to you and yep. have done when they're shopping zero around. wedding planning. <laughs> That's like the early birds when they just want to yeah. like, they're excited and they want to start looking around. Or they're and... trying to set their budget. Yes, so trying they to set know, their budget. So they want to know what like a quality photographer will cost. They'll be shop price shopping, which is fine. I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I would like to know that's what they're doing. but Yeah. I actually prefer if my clients don't pay that day and mold over because if it's a client I feel like isn't like a good fit for me I don't want to be you know what I mean yeah well I usually know by that first meeting so I just don't give them the option (laughs) I just don't hand them the link that says you can pay here yeah I'll just come up with a nice way of saying maybe we should both think about this and then I'll email them the next day and say I don't think we're gonna be a good fit yeah which is always the most awkward thing in the whole world. It's very so I feel bad. But you know what? Of the clients where I've ever, where I've really had to say like I don't think we'll be a good fit, we know in the meeting, and yeah. one of us will be like, be like you know, I think you're really cool, but I don't think we're gonna be a good fit together. And I'm just like, oh, thank I would, I would honestly <laughs> rather them be like, hey, we decided to go another way. Yeah, yeah. Because then oh, I just hate being <laughs> the bad guy. I know it's always. Um. What can you go over your wedding packages really quick yeah, so we can get so, people? Are you gonna go over the pricing of the wedding package? Yeah, I'll go over the pricing. Okay. So I have currently changed all of my pricing for literally everything that I'm shooting because if y'all don't know by now, <laughs> I'm about to give birth like yeah, in a couple yeah. weeks. <laughs> literally. So literally next year I was I don't know this is gonna be a whole different topic, but for those of y'all who are moms or parents I'm right now, I'm currently in the predicament of, do I shoot weddings next year? Like, do I just second shoot? Do I work when she's a little older? So I'm not even sure if I want to do weddings yet next year. But anywho, if I do do weddings next year, I pretty much just have two packages. I have um, a six hour. Have you always just had two packages? No, I originally had three. I had a six, eight, and 10 hour. But with a newborn, a little baby... I kind of nixed out the 10 hour. Okay. So I think that's just going to be too long away from sure. the baby. That's like a whole nother episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Working talk about and it. having babies. Maybe once you have... Seriously? That'll be your first episode back is talking that's about... That's a good idea. Newborn life. And so with each package, I automatically do a complimentary engagement session. I used to include complimentary bridles as well, but I've kind of had a problem doing bridles. Really? Yeah. For some reason this year, it was just really hard dealing with or working with the venues because the venues only wanted us to come in a shoot around like 12 to 4. I'm like, great! Above head lighting. That's wonderful. Like, that sucks. Yeah. And so, now I just offer as like a... If they want to book a bridal session, they totally can. But complimentary, I do engagements because I like to be able to get to know my clients and... It's kind of like a pre-wedding day run. Okay. So they see the way I shoot and interact and everything. And then also includes the pre-wedding advice and timeline planning that I do. And then on, let's see. So my pa- my first package is $2,500 for the six hours. Mm-hmm. And then my second package is $3,000 for my eight hour. And that's not including the sales tax or a second shooter. Okay. So... Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, is that, do you, I'm sorry, did you just cover both of them? I was only, you yeah, said I mean, one, okay. They pretty much, they're pretty much the same thing oh, other the than the hours. Oh, okay. That's literally the only difference. Um, so we include second shooters on every single wedding. Um, and we also do custom albums on every single wedding. Mm-hmm. And then the la- and then we do um, all-inclusive pricing, so we include sales tax, shipping for all items, and travel fees in every single package. Dang. So, yeah. So, um, and then they also come with um, a sneak peek within 24 hours. So yeah. I've actually got seven, no, six packages. I've got a lot. Damn. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll just quickly kind of go over. So um, our first package is... The, um, it's 20, our package started at 2200 and it's six hours on the day of only. Mm-hmm. And then it includes the second shooter digital files with the print release. Um, and then the 10 by 10 wedding album and mm-hmm. it comes in a really nice gift box. And then it, they go all the way up to 6,500, which is like, um, essentially it's, we say unlimited hours the day of slash day before, yeah. but typically it's about 12 hours. Um, I have not shot a a long ass day. You haven't? I have not shot a wedding that's gone above and beyond that for the unlimited one. So I've done multiple 12 hour days. Um, but it also includes a bridal session, an engagement session, Mm -hmm. a boudoir session, up to four parent albums. Because if you have divorced parents. And then, um, it includes like a big 20 by 30 print and $600 in print credit. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's 6,500. So, um, all of our packages range in between those two. And we also are willing to work like with doing custom packages. So yeah. like, if you're like, I want an album and I want nothing else, mm-hmm. but my parents want an album instead of taking that big, huge print, you can get an additional parent album or something like that. Um, but all of ours, yeah, all of ours, um, I used to offer albums mm-hmm. and then I would just, ha- it was just a such a pain in the ass having to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, like the proofs and everything. Yeah. So now I just have my albums and my prints and everything at the bottom of Pass Plus. I do them. Yeah, I'm just lazy. I do them through any additional ones. I do let them design them themselves mm-hmm. through Pass Plus. If they want, I will. If they don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, but then instead of like going to like check out, you know, how on our back end we can see what's in the cart. So we mm-hmm. can see the design. Yeah. So then I can ensure like that it gets zeroed out so they can order it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also offer like additional hours for like if you book like a six hour one, but you're like, oh, we actually need seven hours. They can add on like. Yeah. And for an additional fee. Um, and then we also have like hourly cover coverage. Mm-hmm. And it's a three hour minimum at three fifty an hour. So okay. it's worth it yeah. to just book yeah, the bottom seriously. one. Uh-huh. And the one thing I always kind of I don't not give, but like there's I was so there's okay, this is hard to explain. Baby brain. There's <laughs> venues around my area in North Texas that I absolutely love and I'm like literally dying to shoot at. So part of the inquiry process and the pricing that I'll give my clients I'll always be like, Hey, I have these discounts for the Grand Ivory for this venue, this venue, this venue, if you book at that venue. Like, because I want to shoot there so bad. So I'm like, shoot, if you want to get married at the Grand Ivory, I will give you $500 off your package. We do for, um, I don't not like your typical like destination stuff, but like if someone's shooting 
really close to where I grew up. There's a couple of really, really nice wedding venues mm-hmm. in Northern California there. So I, I'll, like, give um, a deal for shooting there because we're, like, I, I want to go visit my family while I'm there. Exactly. I've done so, that for San Luis Obispo. Or, like, if someone's, like, has their wedding in... Um, in like they want to have their wedding in Glacier National Park in Montana. I'm like, okay, that's somewhere I want to go and I want to shoot anyways. So you get X, Y, and Z instead. Yeah. Um, that's the thing a lot of photographers do is destination pricing. If it's on their mm-hmm. bucket list to shoot there. Yeah. Um, or like venue. Essentially, yours is yeah my venues. specific venues. Um, I have shot with one venue here. They love it. I would love to work with them again. They were so great. Which one was that? One Preston Event Center in Gunter. I have a little story. <laughs> like, I reached to... Or no, I think one of the people reached out to me before uh-huh. for being on their, like, preferred vendors list. Yeah. And then she, like, never reached back out. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. I think they have a new coordinator. Never there. mind. <laughs> I love the experience that I had. But I also showed up in person was very assertive. I was like... I showed up too. I was like, hey, I want to look around. I was yeah. like... I've never, you know, they're brand new. And then yeah. she was like, oh my gosh, let's get in contact about the list. I'm like, okay, cool. And then, then nothing. crickets. <laughs> like, yeah. lovely. I had a really That's good okay, experience. though. <laughs> I had a good experience with them, so maybe yeah. it was just, you know, yeah. shit happens. Yep. Um, so, the different seasons of weddings. Do you, yeah. uh, I'm weird about it, but do you like shooting super early spring winter weddings oh i love it you do even with the early sunset yes because listen so um i haven't done any in texas but i've done them in lake tahoe oh girl wait till you do them here (laughs) yeah so it might be different here but i really love doing them there because it's pretty it's beautiful and um it's it's not that hard to light it up like if Mm -hmm. you're doing you just have to well do you ever have the the issue where the bride doesn't actually take into consideration what time the sunset is. So they're like, oh, we're going to get sun- we're gonna get married at 6 p.m. Like, you know, the sunset sets at 4? Um, only in the very earliest part of the planning process because, yeah. I mean, both you and I are so involved in mm-hmm. the planning process, even if they've got a wedding planner, um, because we're, we know that our clients are booking with us because they want certain things. And so yeah. we're both so clear about like, look, if you want to get married at 6 p.m. in January, great. You're going to want to do a first look and wedding couple portraits Seriously. before that. Or it's going to be completely dark Awful. and you're going to have to set up, I mean, not them, the clients, but like we're yeah. going to have to set up all this extra lighting and it's not going to look like you want it to look. I Oh my gosh. So the moment I get an inquir- like inquiry for... Inquiry? <laughs> I, I can't talk. If I could drink coffee, I could. <laughs> So, yeah, so when I get an email before, like, December, January, February, I'm just like, okay, let me tell you now, the sunset's really, really early, so if yeah. you're wanting that natural light in your pictures like I'm showing you, like, if you want your pictures to turn like this, you're going to have to take pictures in, in daylight. <laughs> like, and nothing with flash is going to look like this. Yeah. So, I, from the first moment they email me, I'm just like, hey, this might sound harsh, but... Here's the reality. Here's the deal of um, those weddings. And I the the several that I've shot in the wintertime, the couple has either done a first look or mm-hmm. they want to know if they can book a separate session just for couples portraits. That would be ideal. Like the following day or something like that, which 
if, yeah, if you don't want to do a first look or don't want to do the time into it, having your couple's wedding portraits done, like, the next day or even, like, the week mm-hmm. before if you're comfortable with them seeing your outfit is wonderful. I wish everyone would do it. Seriously. Um, like, I'm, at, I'm kind of at the point where I try not even to book weddings in the winter and spring until after the daylight savings comes back. <laughs> because it's just, I've had so many weddings where the brides, like, were not upset, kind of upset with me. They're like, well, we really want our ceremony at this time. I'm like, well, I'm not God. Like, I can't make the sun set at that time. Like, I don't understand what you want from me. Um, yeah, so I've been super fortunate in that where um, I used to live, mm-hmm. it was so, like, in the wintertime, it was... So pretty. You'd have snow everywhere. So Ever- that's beautiful. We had evergreen trees. It looked like Christmas time all the time. Um, I'm noticing here that it, it looks a little dead. <laughs> we don't have a lot of snow. No. Okay, so today, friends, it's about, I would say 50-ish degrees outside. There's it's 12 o'clock. It's noon, and there's still fog. It looks like it's about 5 a.m. It's also sprinkling lately. Yes. Yeah. This is my favorite weather. I'm not really <laughs> complaining, but it's also very ugly outside. Yeah. Today. <laughs> and with North Texas, we do get snow, but it's not till like, February. And it's not like Lake Tahoe. And it's not like Lake Tahoe. Tahoe. It's like a hard, rough... Did you get snow in Tico? Um, we got snow mm-hmm. maybe once or twice, but it never stuck. Okay. It was just kind of like, oh, it's snowing, and that's it. Okay. But at least, I mean, and plus we never get, or since I've lived in North Texas, we haven't um, gotten more than like an inch or two in the ground. Okay. I think maybe, uh, since I'm a bit further north... Yeah, you might get more snow for sure. I've heard we usually get about, like, half an inch or an inch every year, like, on the ground Mm -hmm. sticking. Oh, for sure. Um, so that'll be cool-ish. I don't like the snow. Um, so after the contract is... Or wait, did you want to talk about summer weddings? Sorry. Oh, no, they're just my favorite. (laughs) Dude, it's like 500 degrees here. I would take, honestly, I would take a summer wedding... Over a winter wedding in Texas. Like, I personally mm. got married June 16th Ugh. in <laughs> Litter, Texas at the Grand Ivory, and I freaking loved it. Oh, is that why you named them? Yeah. <laughs> I, was I like, love them. I was like, you're doing a lot, awful lot of name dropping in this video. Um, but I I don't like When you heat, I feel like. Wait till you kind of experience a Texas winter. It is awful. Like, it's not the cold you expect. It's like bone chilling cold. Well, where I grew up in Northern California, it was really super wet. So I'm. Oh. Yeah. People hear California and they're like, oh, beaches. Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> um, I'm from Northeastern California. It's very, very close actually to like Tahoe. Yeah. So we had very similar weather. We didn't get quite as much snow, but it's slushy. It's yucky. It's mm-hmm. cold. It's wet. So I'm pretty well prepared. This at like where we live is very similar to where I grew up. Um. So after the contract is signed, the deposit is in. They are booked. They're booked. What's, what do you do? So the moment that their contract is signed, the deposit is in, obviously their date's on the calendar. Like, I'm not going to give it away. Yes, I, bl- I make sure I block off the date. It's <laughs> the very, very first thing that I do. <laughs> but so for me, since I use Dub- a lot of the stuff I do connects to Dubsado because that's literally how I run my business. We're going to make an episode all that. Yeah, so <laughs> my... Client already has their own, like, client... Portal. Page-ish. And so, yeah, it's hard to explain. 
But so I kind of moved them over to a client, like an actual paying client for weddings in Dubsado. And from there, I get to make their own portal where they have access to sign in, to see everything from all the emails I've ever sent them, the contract, so they can go back and look at it, the invoice and all the due dates. Then I also can add different stuff like my wedding guide, um, the timeline help, my session, my, my session, your, your, your engagement session guide, <laughs> the questionnaire, bridal session info, like everything that I need them to have is right there in one spot and they can easily go in and sign in with their password. Okay, yeah. So I make sure I block off their date, like I said. I yeah. get them a signed copy of their contract, their wedding welcome packet, which includes a wedding day planner or a timeline planner, um, my contact information, so it's got my cell number and my email. Um, yeah. Make sure they have that. Mm-hmm. A wedding questionnaire, um, a bridal session info sheet and boudoir styling info if they booked a package that includes that. Um, I also have engagement session information even if they have are in a package where they didn't mm-hmm. book it because um most of them added on yeah once they realized that they actually like me they added on yeah um so we both talk about a uh, we both talk a lot about um guides let's yep. let's go a little bit deeper okay so let me pull up my guide okay so the moment they book oh that's beautiful you it just kind of says welcome to the engaged club and then every i'll kind of least list every page i won't go into detail every page so just kind of starts you're planning a wedding here's more about me and then i go into like what's next and that's engagement session let's book it at least at the minimum two months before your wedding Ooh, that that's, is that's the minimum. Because I've had brides like, oh my gosh, my wedding photographer did shout me. I need a wedding photographer now. So I'm like, okay, let's get this going. Yeah. Or I just had brides are like, oh crap, my wedding's in two months, and I forgot to get back to you about my engagements, even though I've emailed you a million trillion times. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so I try to get them nine to twelve. Months oh heck out. yeah! At the minute, at the max, I like to do twelve. Because I because yeah. then if they're booking an October wedding. I like to do their engagements in October so they can see what the time of day is going to look like. Yeah. And then from there, I go on to, like, help you plan your outfits Ow. and your inspiration for your engagement session and what to bring. <laughs> and then it goes into wedding day tips and how my wedding day will flow, which we'll go more into that. And then throughout the whole guide, it just shows pictures that I've taken. And it goes into tips like getting ready and keeping your room clean for pictures and getting ready tips and... The first look and why I personally think why you should do a first look. We'll get into that. We'll yeah. go over our And then the traditional aisle look if you don't. Because I'm not going to make my bride do something she honestly truly doesn't want to do. No. And then it goes a lot into the unplugged ceremony. I've got like a whole oh my God. set of blog posts about unplugged Seriously. Ceremonies. And then it goes into the ceremony and what you should... One of my tips I like to give my bride, when you are going to tour your venue... Try to go around the same time you think your ceremony is going to be so you can look at the light. Yeah. That's like my photographer brain going. But I've had a lot of couples that are like, oh my gosh, I love this venue. And then when their wedding day comes, I'm like, we can't do family pictures here because the light is on your face. So we have to move family pictures. And then they're bummed because they wanted it at the ceremony site. Yeah. And then it goes into all my example timelines. Like I have a summer one with a first look, without a first look. Um... Then it goes into wedding day, uh, the wedding party and family pictures and different 
ideas. And this makes me need to update my guy because <laughs> this is... Wow. And, and then it goes into like, let's catch the sunset. So for every single couple, I always tell them, hey, this is your sunset time. So usually it's all right around dinner time. So I'm like, I'm going to come up to you, tap you on the shoulder, say, hey, you want to run outside for 10, 15 minutes to grab some sunset pictures? So that's what that goes over. And then um, it just says, like, can't wait to party with y'all and just kind of shows some fun pictures. And it goes over receptions, indoor receptions, outdoor receptions, exit ideas. Because some venues in Texas are really weird about uh, sparklers. Sure. So it kind of gives you more ideas of what to do for if you can't use sparklers. Um, and then it, one of the sayings I always tell them is, like, the moments matter the most. Like, don't get wrapped up in the little things. It's more about the people that you're surrounding yourself with. And at the very end... Um, oh, I do go over day after sessions. Oh, you do? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, so, at the very, on the very last page, or not almost, anyways, it talks, I give them advice from, like, one bride to another, and, like, what I wish someone would have told me as a bride. Oh, I love that. And then I have my vendor referrals, and then a cute little quote. Dude, this it. is, I love this. I'm going to revamp mine. You Thanks. just inspired me. I have a lot of, I don't even want to talk about mine. <laughs> No, I have a lot of the same information, but yours is much more, I think, extensive than mine. Um, so then where do you go, like, as far as checking in? Um, I check in about once a month or whenever payments are due up until mm-hmm. about six weeks out from the wedding, depending on what all they got. About six weeks out from the wedding, I'm checking in about once every 10 days until the week yeah. of. Yeah. Um, just making sure that they don't have any last minute questions or that nothing has changed or anything mm-hmm. like that. If they booked a bridal or engagement session, I schedule those as soon as um, it's appropriate to do so. I'm mm-hmm. pretty in contact with them. Like I mentioned before, we typically do engagements 9 to 12 months out and bridal sessions are almost always when the bride does her hair and makeup trials if they want to do one separate from the wedding. Yes. I always... If- well, when I used to do complimentary bridles, that's when I would have them schedule. Mm-hmm. I would say, hey, you talk to your hair and makeup and your, um, the dress, oh my gosh, alterations, and see when they can do it, and then we will schedule with the venue. We will we'll make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, as a bride, that's what I love the most, because you actually got to see how your hair and makeup lasted throughout the day, throughout the day and what you want to change, and if your dress didn't feel right... You can go back and you can go back and change it before your actual wedding day. Or like if you have a lot of stairs you gotta walk down in mm-hmm. your venue, maybe you wanna get it just like half an inch shorter than you would mm-hmm. have if you were just not walking down. Or change stairs. from stilettos to cowboy boots. <laughs> Is that what you did? No, I just oh. I automatically went to cowboy boots. I want I've not seen any of your wedding photos and I would like to see them. Really? We'll go I've seen them. a couple. <laughs> um perfect. So for my check-ins, I just kind of base my check-ins around the sessions that we have booked, like the engagements and the bridals and whatnot. And then when the wedding day gets closer, I check in a lot more to make sure that they're finalizing their timeline and when they want me there and if they have any questions about the timeline and final payment. I don't need my final payment until the week of, which I know a lot of people are like, what the I do mine two weeks before unless we have... Oh, it's not bad. Yeah, unless we've got, like, a prior arranged payment yeah. plan. Yes. Like, yes. Um, we do allow post-wedding mm-hmm. payment so I. plans, um, but it has to be arranged beforehand. It can't just be... But they will not get their images until that oh, payment plan no, is correct. done. Yeah. 
But um, I've had one too many brides on the wedding day like, oh, sorry, I can't pay you today. And I'm like, I literally wouldn't. And that's like the worst the day to have to talk about it. Yeah. We want that taken care of already. Yes, seriously. <laughs> um, what, how early, or sorry, how close to the wedding do you want your timeline information? Like, are you fine if they hand it to you on the day of? I want at least the week of. The week of? Okay. Yeah. I'm about the same if they're like, if they can give me just like an idea, I'm mm-hmm. fine with them handing me the finalized one the day of when I get there. That's yeah. fine. I would like to have an idea of what they want. Let's talk about um, timelines. So, you want to go over what your ideal timeline looks like? Yeah. So, the I get there not too early, but a little bit early just so I can bring my gear in, put my camera on, go pee. Not rush. <laughs> not rush. And then I go up, say hi to everybody. And I ask like random questions if I need to. But when I first get there, I like to set time aside to take her dress because sometimes the guys don't get there until later. So I want that time to take her dress out, take pictures of it. And this is if you're solo shooting, right? This, yeah. Okay. Most of the time I am solo shooting, but even if I'm, uh, even if I have a second shooter coming for a couple hours, I'll ask her or him to come right around an hour or two before the ceremony, like right when we're doing more of like the getting ready pictures okay. or the wedding party pictures. Um, so I always do all of the like little details, the rings, the bouquet, the invites first, and then I'll go in and do all the getting ready for the guys and the girls separately. And then I'll do the bride getting to her dress and everyone's reactions. And if they do do a first look, I also like to do a first look with her dad, if we can. I love Because those are my favorite pictures of me and my dad. I'm going to do them. Oh, it's the best. I'm going to make sure that Josiah's mom also gets a first look. Yeah. She's she's a very special lady. She deserves one. (laughs) And I've actually done a first look with the bridesmaids before, and that was so fun. That is so fun. We did that before the groom. That was super fun. Oh my gosh. I saw on Facebook, Facebook the other day, there was this bride... Who decided she was gonna moon her groom and so during the first look. So she oh just the gosh. pictures and there's you know, there's like a peach emoji cover here mm-hmm. but on social. But she just pulls down her pants and is mooning him and he turns around and just starts laughing and I'm like, That's totally something I would oh do. Oh my gosh, it's that's hilarious. hilarious. It's so funny. Um So if they don't wanna do a first look, then I'll do <laughs> I know. It's so annoying. I lo- I really push hard for my brides to do a first look. But if they absolutely don't want to, then I don't try to sweat it. But I'll do the wedding party separate, and I'll do the, her bridals at that time. And um, and then if there's any immediate family that's around, or even just the parents, I'll get as many family pictures as I can in because... You don't want to do them later. don't want to do them later. Yeah. And then from there, if they do a first look, I'll do bride and groom pictures right after, and then I'll throw in the wedding party, and I'll do the wedding party separate. And then there's the ceremony, and then right after the ceremony, I do all the extended family. And then depending on sunset, um, if the sunset's really close to ceremony, or really close to the end of the ceremony, I'll do extended family and then couples right after, and then the reception. Yeah. And that's pretty much the same. Yeah, <laughs> so um, I usually, or we, because we, I always shoot with the second shooter, just as almost always my second shooter. We arrive about 30 minutes before the scheduled time so we can explore a little bit. If we haven't didn't have a chance to go to the venue already, like... Like for bridal if, sessions? Or for traveling. Yeah. Um, if it's, like, local, we'll just drop by and say, mm-hmm. hey, I'm shooting this weekend. Can I look around? But um, we usually arrive about 30 minutes before the scheduled time to go over portrait locations and answer any last-minute questions that aren't from the bride and groom. Parents almost always have questions. 
Always. And, and I don't want them in my ear while I'm trying to direct a million other people. Um, we also, that way, have a little bit of time to get to know the bridal party and the groomsmen parties. So they're a little bit more comfortable mm-hmm. um, when I'm asking them to do weird stuff, like with their hands and <laughs> you're <laughs> directing them to pose and they're just yeah. really awkward. Um, so my preferred order kind of goes like this. So getting ready of bridal party and boudoir, if that's something that they wanted, um, and then bridal party formal portraits. And then my second shooter goes, does deed all the detail shots. Mm-hmm. I can't shoot them. I don't like to. He loves them. <laughs> Um, and then he will go and do the groomsmen getting ready as well as the groomsmen party formal portraits. And then, um, we do first look if they want it and couples portraits if the lighting permits. Like if it's mm-hmm. new, we're not doing them unless we're doing them inside. Um, we also do immediate family formals right then if they do a first look. Um, if not, then we, it's typically then it's the ceremony time. So we do ceremony and then extended family for- formals. Um, and immediate family formals if we didn't do them already or anyone that, anyone that we might've missed. Mm-hmm. And then is like the reception style. So candies, dances, tosses. Yeah. Um, and then we grab the couple at sunset to do a few more portraits for golden hour, or we block off that whole 45 minutes surrounding sunset to do the couple's portraits. Yep. If they don't do a first look. Um, what's your favorite part of the wedding day to shoot? My favorite part is from the moment I get there. Until after the ceremony. That's a lot of things. Yeah. Why? Because I hate reception so much. <laughs> I was going to say, what's your least favorite part? Um, <sighs> my favorite part is the couple's portraits. Even if, whether it's a first look or not, that's my absolute favorite. And it's yep. nice to get them away from everybody mm-hmm. for a little bit. And just tell them to like, take a deep breath, yep. relax, pop open this bottle of champagne. It's one of the only times they actually get alone together. Yeah. I mm-hmm. saw um, another wedding photographer said that they planned immediately following their ceremony, like to have 20 minutes alone to like have a drink, sit down and just enjoy each other for 20 minutes and not deal with anybody else. Yep. And I'm like, man, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. That Do you wish you guys would have done something like that? Well, we, with our first look, it was very much just us for a long time. So that was kind of like our time together. Um, That's another reason why we, Heather and I both push for first looks because it does give you a little bit of time. Time to relax. Calm your nerves. Literally. I was just telling Harley why I kind of push my bride to do a first look because I personally... My biggest fear in life is public speaking. And so I was, <laughs> from the moment he put my engagement ring on after proposing, I was freaking out about the Shut ceremony. Shut the fuck up. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Like, I was having nightmares about my ceremony oh, and I was so nervous. And so I knew that I had to see him before the ceremony. Oh. And then I was really glad because even when I was getting my hair and makeup done, I was getting so nervous. And so, but then the moment I saw him, I was super okay. just like. Are you a nervous sweater? Did you sweat no, in makeup? No, I don't sweat. It's really what? weird. It's okay, that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> but then after the first look, I got to hang out with my girlfriends and all the guys, and it, we went straight into the you know the wedding party picture. So it was just fun. That's and so fun. that took my mind off everything. And plus, when I when I walked down the aisle, I don't remember. I mean, I remember the moments before, like with me and my dad, and walking down. I remember seeing Cliff, but I don't remember the moment. You know what I mean? Because I was just so like. Holy shit, everyone's staring at me. You know what? I'm going to play this clip for Josiah because he does not want a first look. <laughs> I literally, he I do not remember one. that. Because every even the guys are like, I don't want a first look. I want it to be special in that moment. I'm like, 
Well, um, just telling you now, you're not going to remember it. <laughs> well, that's what Josiah said. He's like, I, I want that to be the first time I see you in your dress. And I'm like, but I don't. And it goes by <laughs> so fast. You're just like, it goes straight into the ceremony. So you don't get that time to soak it in and how she looks and give each other a hug and kiss. You know what I mean? I'm going to, I'm going to play so. this for him. You know what? You know what? Here, have, uh, you're heavy convincing. Yeah. I'll have Cliff, I'll have Cliff, Cliff. to him. So once the wedding day is going. Yeah. How do you, or do you work with the wedding planners and day of coordinators? Um, when we were writing this out, I typed, I won't. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, if, of course, if yeah. the, the venue or the bride has a day of coordinator or wedding planner, of course, mm-hmm. I'll work with them. Um, I am a very assertive person. As mm-hmm. for as much as I'm introverted, I'm very assertive. I want to be the boss of how things are going, particularly when it's something like this that really matters. And I know my bride's already told me what she wants. I'm not going to let anyone else get in the way of what my clients and my bride has told me that they Mm -hmm. want, regardless of how they think the day should go. And every single wedding planner or day of coordinator that I've ever worked with has their own idea of how the day should go. And it frustrates me to no end because, and even other vendors might have an idea of, oh, well, the food's going to be ready at this exact time, so we have to eat at this exact time. No, sorry, that's sunset. We have to do photos at that exact mm-hmm. time. You need to figure something else out. Yeah, um, that's why I want the bride and groom to take my timeline and fix and move things around for their yeah. wedding and then give it to the... And then meet with the wedding planner and go over, over everything. Yeah. Because I've had wedding planners go MIA, like literally leave. Me too. I'm like, whole what? Okay, I guess I'm the wedding planner or the day of coordinator for the day. Okay, it was a day of coordinator. I was working with the venue and I was doing... Um, videography for this particular wedding I do not do videography it was a disaster I sounds awful yeah um I don't it was fun though I actually I had a blast doing it but after watching the footage I'm like I'm never doing videography again I don't know how like it's Um, an art like I it is it's but yeah so the day of of course she was a day of coordinator she didn't help plan anything beforehand Mm -hmm. She was a friend of the bride. Oh, that's the worst. And then when we were out doing... Except for my day of coordinator was amazing. We and did. she's my mom's best friend. But she's we bossy. Did. So I'm like, Cindy, <laughs> this is the timeline you tell people what to do. We um, went... We grabbed the couple for couple's portraits and it was around the sunset. And the friend came out and um, was like, you know, it'd be great if you spent some time with all the people that actually came to see you on your wedding day. And the bride was so pissed. She was like turning red. And we were like, I like, like to remember my wedding with pictures, so get back inside. Thank you. <laughs> obviously, as a vendor, you can't tell someone to fuck off, but oh, I wish. the bride was like, I wish you guys. <laughs> um, I we've had, and I sound so bad because I don't want to say that like wedding planners or day of coordinators are bad, but they get on my nerves sometimes. Overwhelmingly, they're control freaks. They want things to go the way that they have planned, and that's not how weddings work. And I feel like they have so <laughs> much on their plate. The wedding planners, at least, have yes. so much on their plate where. Sometimes they they forget about the bride and groom, as bad as that sounds. Like, they they're forget. so focused on mm-hmm. all the other things going on. It's like, hey, this day's for can you go people. get the mom? Because we're about to do family pictures. <laughs> yeah. it, And I think that is a lot of it is that they do have, even the day of corners, they just have so much on their plate, they mm-hmm. forget who the day's really about. It's yeah. not about the timeline. Like, yes, that's part of their job is sticking to the timeline. But it, it, the end all be all is not the timeline. Then yeah. I'll be all is this great celebration that we're having for these people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, do you do day of sneak peeks? No. I. You know what? Let me rephrase that. I bring my Polaroid camera. Oh, that's cute. And I do during couples portraits. I'll usually take one 
and I'll hand that to them. Um, or I'll do a couple of cell phone shots and portrait mode on my iPhone and I'll send that to them. But as far as their professional photos, no, but we do do a sneak peek within 24 hours. Yeah. It's usually three photos. I've done day of sneak peeks before and I'll put them up on my iPad at the bar with some business cards and I've had people freak out over them, like love them. But it's so hard to find the time to do It's them. a lot of work, yeah. That's the only issue. If I have a second shooter, so that sh will go out and take pictures while people are chatting or whatever during dinner. Yeah. After sunset pictures, I'll go in fast and try to do them. But half the time, I just don't have the time. You just, yeah. Um, so leaving on time. Okay, so let's talk about leaving on time. If someone has booked you for eight hours mm -hmm. and... The sun is going down. They're doing their exit, and their mm -hmm. exit's planned for... 10. Let's just say 10 p.m. 10 p.m., and you got there. Let's say you got there at 1. So now they've planned for outside the time, but they really want you to stay and photograph it. Are you just like, fine? Does it depend on the couple? It really depends on the day. I always give myself 30 minutes, like, hey, yeah. I know I'm going to... I know my scheduled time, my 10-hour day is from 12 to 10. And they're like, oh... Last dance is at 10. I'm like, hmm, yeah. I'm not leaving until like 10, 30, 10, 45. It's right. not a big deal. But if it's like hours after, then it'll become a big deal. I plan to, like I said, I plan to get there 30 minutes early. I plan to leave 30 minutes late. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I do not share that with my couple. No, never. No. Um, and they'll take advantage. Yes. I encourage that. them to plan whatever they want photographed inside those hours. But if the Days behind, let's say the ceremony started at 4 and the ceremony is the last thing you're photo photographing. Mm -hmm. But the ceremony then doesn't start until 5.30. I'm not going to leave. Yeah. I, I will charge them for that extra hour and a half mm -hmm. that I stayed. But um, I also for sure think there's circumstances where plan like that yeah. you have to stay later and that it just is what it is. One of my October weddings I just did, um, I love my couple. I love them so much. <laughs> but they were so behind on everything oh, no. and just lollygagging and not really caring about the timeline. I, I could see that the bride was because the bride was like, hey, am I supposed to give you my dress right now? I'm like, yeah, you are. But your mom is not paying attention. Your mom, like, uh, do you, oh, do you, you put padding in your timeline, right? I do. And I tell them to also put padding into getting ready times and times that they don't think they would need more time with. I'm like, put extra time. I have but, never, ever shot a wedding, even with timelines mm. where I add an extra 30 or 40 minutes of padding. I've never, ever shot a single wedding ever where everything has gone on time. Nothing has ever... I've had actually... A lot of weddings this year have gone on, like, to the T on timelines. I'm okay. like, wow, that's rare. But this one wedding, they were like an hour to two hours behind. Woof. So, <laughs> yeah. And the ceremony had to take place at a certain time because of the sunset and there was a storm coming. Mm. So I'm like, holy... Mother of God, you guys have to get the move on things. At least, like, the ceremony, because there's a bunch of other people coming, you can at least be like, okay, chop, chop, ceremony is in 10 minutes, we gotta Literally. go. Um, at like, least I'm with fine. that, like, that gets it back on track a lot of the time. I'm fine with having to step in saying, hey, y'all, let's get dressed, or hey, mom, we gotta get your bride in her sure. dress. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's get things moving. Um, so what do you do if you're at... A, a wedding and unexpectedly the heavens open up and it starts dumping rain and you... This literally just happened to me. Because you che meticulously checked the weather, um, it, but you didn't see it coming. So yep. now you don't have 
So really, plan. a lot of the venues will sometimes have backup plans. Okay. And oh, it just I I feel so bad for the wet for the couple when it rains because they're not going to get those beautiful brightly lit natural lighting because it's now pouring outside. So I just I try to keep honestly when it rains I just try to keep the best attitude ever and make the bride and groom feel like nothing's wrong they're still gonna have an amazing day and yeah. I because I don't want them to worry about it sure but in my mind I'm like oh gosh dang it <laughs> like no at least, I mean at least like with um oh. shooting in raw you can yeah you can do a lot in raw lot. like this wedding I think I want to say it was April because it rains like crazy in April in Texas and it was raining so they brought the whole ceremony inside and that was really tough for pictures mm-hmm. um, and the lighting. But magically, God decided it would stop raining right after the ceremony. Mm-hmm. So we got to go outside and finish off all the... Yeah. I, like, I pretty much redid everything. I redid the wedding party pictures. I redid couple pictures. I redid oh, all of the family pictures. I love that. I was just like, hey, we have time. Let's do it. And so that made me and the bride feel a whole lot better. Um, I've been very, again, very fortunate in that... If it's ever rain or snowed, it's been properly planned for, or even that's what they were hoping for. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, shooting couples portraits while it's snowing is a magical experience. Oh, um, see, I I bring. So fun. Um, I also bring like a clear umbrella if yes. it's gonna rain, yep. so that way I can get some. And you know what? Most brides don't care about getting the bottoms no. of their dress wet. Or they're like a couple like me and just I would be like, oh, okay, it's raining now. Let's go out and get, yeah. let's get soaked. Let's the have a good time. The thing is, Texas, when it rains, it's most oh. likely storming. It, of course. Tornadoes. Tornadoes, oh, lightning. How cool would it be to get a tornado? Uh, no, I'd be photos. underground. No, in the, like, in the background, like peace. far. You don't see it unless it's right up on you in Texas. That's not true. There are so many pictures from far away, the ones in Dallas last week. Yeah, but it was dark. That's scary. It was dark. That was. I'm so Screw glad. Screw that. I would be else. I would be underground. Okay. <laughs> so I texted Heather and I was like, "Is there a tornado by you?" Because I was out of town. And she goes, "All of our stuff is in the storm shelter." So okay. <laughs> normally, if you're not if you're not familiar with Texas or Dallas or DFW, mostly a lot of a lot of the main storms and tornadoes will happen either super north of Dallas or south of Dallas or more towards Fort Worth. Like it doesn't normally hit Dallas very often. So when we get tornado watches, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to put my camera and my computer and my important valuables in the storm shelter ready to go. Like, I just automatically do that. Yeah. (laughs) So Harley's like, are you okay? I'm like, yes, all my camera stuff is safe. (laughs) It was, I was like, man, I hope it doesn't get up to our house. I guess we don't get a lot of tornadoes, or like no tornadoes ever touched our property before. Oh, wow. Yeah, we don't get a lot up, um. There, which is surprising which because is there's weird. a lot in Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, but, okay. So, what do you do if you just, the venue that you're working at is just, is horrible, like it's not cute or there's bad management? So, if if my couple knows where they're getting married right off the bat with their inquiry and I know it's a horrible venue, sometimes I just say, the date's booked. <laughs> like, Do you ever, like, tell them, like, that's the ugliest fuck venue? No, but, oh my gosh. Do you wish you could? Yes, I really wish I could. And I don't want to say any names, but there are some venues around here that are just god-awful. Like, I don't understand what the owners were thinking. Like, everything is orange, dark wood. Oh, that's getting ready sam- The getting ready areas are have no windows, especially for the guys. tour that new venue in Sherman. I just Oh, yeah, we do need to. So when I... 
even on Instagram, and like I try to get oh. information to yes. brides before they're engaged. I'm just like, hey, think about your venues. Think about the lighting. Think about think about that. The color of fluorescent everything. orange. Don't oh, do it. It's Lord. ugly. But I mean, if a bride has already booked me and then books her venue and I can't do anything about it, I just pray to God that Lightroom helps. <laughs> what about ooh? What about horrible guests? Okay, so um, the drunk guests. Have you ever been like all the time? Ask a question. <laughs> I was gonna say sexually harassed or. Oh assaulted. no, no! I've never had a pro- like a serious problem with a guest like that. Um, but so in my questionnaire, which we haven't gone over yet, but one of the one of the areas it goes over respect um, in the workplace. And I'll just mine say, it, it, there's like a huge section about it. Just, oh, mine is actually in my contract. Yeah. It basically says, like, I will give you guys one warning about yep. behavior the day mm-hmm. of. And then if it happens again, I don't care who it is, I'm leaving. Um, I've never had to leave. No. The no, guest no. got thrown out. Um, oh, wow. But it was somebody I went to high school with. Uh, the wedding was someone who I went to high school with. Yeah. I was, I was second shooting. And it was um, a guy that I went to high school with, and he came up and he grabbed my ass, and I <gasps> grabbed his hand and told him if he touched me again, that it, we would have a problem, and then he chose to do it again, and um, he was no way Jose. punched in the face and asked if he asked to remove from the wedding. Um, he was told he needed to leave. Uh, yeah, I've never had anything extreme and serious happen, but constant with being a girl, oh, you hit like, on all oh. the time. Even pregnant. Okay, maybe not pregnant, but it's just like the drunk, let's dance, why aren't you drinking? Okay, not pregnant yeah. drinking, but you know what I mean? It's not like, pregnant drinking. I'm like, y'all, I'm working, like... Do you drink with I personally don't. Okay. Because I, I usually have to drive home, and I don't okay. like to mix that with driving and working all day and sure. being tired. But if, I mean, if I know the couple, then sure, I'll have a glass of champagne, but the one wedding where I actually knew the couple, she was a story sister of mine... I was eight weeks pregnant and no one knew. And all and I knew almost all oh, the guests. And everyone's no. like, Heather, let's drink. Let's do this. I'm like, shut up. Go away. Like, I literally can't drink right now. You're like, no. At and least I you can't tell least, you why. At least you have You're like, no, I'm working. Sorry. Like, literally, you know, yeah. Um, I photographed a wedding of a different person who I went to high school with. And we were, oh gosh, we were all pretty young. She was 18. He was 18. I was, dang. I think it was either right before or right after my 20th birthday. And it was pretty close to my parents' house. And um, I wound up actually just staying the night at her parents' house mm-hmm. because that's what everybody was doing. And it was pre- it was pretty planned ahead of time for me to just yeah. stay. Um, or I stayed at one of her bridesmaids' houses. I don't remember now. Um, and the wedding itself, the ceremony was at her parents' house. It was mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, but, like, everyone was, like, doing shots and drinking champagne. Mm-hmm. And then once I was, like, done actually photographing everything I needed yeah. to do... Because I knew I was staying there and I knew everybody super well, I was like, okay, taking off my photographer hat, putting on my friend hat, and going wild. <laughs> I did do a wedding for my husband's, um, one of his best friends. So I was a guest. My husband was a groomsman, so that was really fun. That is fun. But I was all, I was a guest and the photographer, and that was yeah. really hard to, because I was booked for a certain amount of hours, but I was also there for yep. a lot longer. Yep. So it's really hard to balance like, hey, I'm going to be a guest right now or hey, I'm going to be a photographer right now. And yeah, so that was a bummer. But all right. So let's um, switch gears and talk about the end of the wedding day, post wedding day. Mm-hmm. So what are your turnaround times? So in my contract, I give myself 
um, I don't remember if it's 90 or 120. It used to be 120 and I'm going to 90. I don't know if I've already done it. Um, so 90 days. <laughs> but I almost always get them turned over in under 60. Yeah. Under I, promise and over deliver. Yes. Dep- well, and for me, with my seniors and my busy seasons, I always say four to eight weeks just to cover yeah. my butt. Yeah. But I always feel really bad going that eight weeks. Like, I, I do feel too. awful. But sometimes I just have to like if I have back-to-back weddings or more multiple weddings in my busy season with seniors I physically just don't have the or time life happens like what's going on um with me right now so while we were visiting Josiah's parents last weekend the ranch we live on was broken into Josiah's truck was stolen um the storm knocked our internet out mm-hmm. so and Adobe CC won't open without an internet connection so I've had no access to Photoshop my laptop is a piece of trash so I you don't can't. have the normal Photoshop in Lightroom? No, I have I use CC instead. You should get the classic. Um, it costs more money. Um, <laughs> and so my laptop is like a piece of shit. Yeah. It doesn't want to run that stuff. So I've been in a really rough place editing and all every single one of my clients have been very understanding. <laughs> um, yeah. But that way that gives me a little bit of extra time mm-hmm. when you know shit hits the fan it yep. really hits the fan yeah so what is your editing process um i colon bridge uh-huh. which sounds weird if um no i've done that before okay. before i, I got love, photo mechanic i did it in bridge i love bridge so i colon bridge and then um i go through and i pull one of every subsection of the wedding day mm-hmm. so the getting ready family yep. formals couples portraits and I edit one because the lighting mm-hmm. is this more or less the same in yep all of them so that way I can edit one and then batch apply the edits but by editing that one I can take those six or seven individual photos pull them all up on the screen at the same time and make sure that the coloring is consistent mm-hmm. and all that stuff is consistent before batch applying it to everything and then um once I batch apply it obviously I go through and I make yeah. little edits and stuff like that um and then I upload to Pass Plus. Yep. That's literally, well, pretty close to where Pretty right? close, yeah. Yeah, I cull in uh, Photo Mechanic and I do, I separate each part of the day in color, kind of like color tabs. Yeah. And so I'll go through I do and that too. I'll import them one at a time into Lightroom and I'll just be like getting ready. I'll do those now. I'll move them to Pass Plus, but I won't upload them yet and so I'll just do them in chunks like oh do you have the app downloaded no so I use Lightroom and Photoshop classic so with my catalogs on Lightroom Mm -hmm. they just they can be pulled up whenever whenever oh okay and I can use it on different computers so I have a studio which we're now and that's where my iMac is my desktop so I'll edit my mostly I'll edit my weddings there or if I'm lazy I'll just do on my laptop in the house but then when I'm done um, editing them in Lightroom, they get put on to Pass Plus. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what about sales? You mentioned earlier you are done yeah, a all lot of sales. All of my sales are done, like all my products are pretty much done on Pass Plus. Everything that I offer, they can buy there. And you print through Millers? They print through WHCC. Um, I forget what the other brands are called. You can hook it up to Miller. Well, so the way that that would work is that you hook it up would, to, like, an external lab, and then you get the email, and you input Yeah, see, it. I don't do that anymore. I used to do that with Millers, but oh, now okay. I just don't have the time to physically go in and do it myself. So having Pass Plus do it with... Um, WHCC. Yep. is so much easier for me. 
I love Millers. I I know that's the one I bad news. I love Millers. Hey, if you're listening and you work for Past Plus, partner with Millers, Millers please. <laughs> no, we're not saying get rid of WHC. Yeah. They're great. Just, Just do both. Also partner with Millers. <laughs> um. Okay, so. I pretty much do the same thing. I do also do some sales. So I make a really big deal out of the reveal of the photos for weddings. Mm -hmm. And if they're close or if they want, then I will do an in-person reveal. And so before I do that, um, I get a whole bunch of like proofs ordered and stuff like that. And then I take it to them. Um, Yeah. And then I bring the proof of their album with me so that way if they like it they Mm -hmm. can just order we can order it that same day and then they have it in like a week um I end up with quite a few sales that way um I turn into a party like I bring a little mini bottle of champagne I tell them to invite their family like it's a really fun time but you're terrified of speaking in front of people so yeah I mean not small groups I can find with small groups but I feel like I'd be so nervous for the reactions like what if they don't like their pictures um so I've had that happen, but they, oh. were, they were very skillful at hiding it. They waited until I left to send me an email. Oh my me. god! Um, they were very nice in person, but um, in it was it wasn't the clients themselves that didn't like it. It was their mom. So why are the parents the worst when it comes to weddings? Parents fucking suck. Oh, Sorry, that gosh. was really me. Um, so what do you do when clients are texting you or emailing you or Facebooking you asking for photos early or when will they be done? So with the sneak peeks, I try to do okay. So. A week after the wedding, or a week or two after the wedding, I like to do Facebook sneak peeks that are like 10 pictures. And then I'll also, if I know that their wedding gallery is going to take a lot longer than planned, I will do a sneak peek gallery at, on Pass Plus with like 100 pictures. Okay. So that'll just hold them off. I do I do the 24-hour sneak peek, and that's usually mm-hmm. one to three. And then those can be up on social media as soon yeah. as that. And then... Um, Usually two weeks and within 10 days of the wedding, I upload a total of 10 more photos. Yeah. As a sneak peek gallery, I don't want to do 100. Um, mm-hmm. I typically only turn over in my full galleries under 300 photos for a full wedding. Because with more than that, they get overwhelmed. Do you know how long it takes them to choose what to print or what to put in like an album or something? And I give them so many. I don't because I... But am, all they're getting from me is digitals. Okay, yeah, so I'm very, very strict about the curation process. I only want the best of mm-hmm. the best photos that I take out there. Um, and, yeah. you know, I for sure had family members or brides themselves reach out and say, you know, Anna passed away, do you have any other photos of her from the wedding? And I, mm-hmm. at that point, I'm happy to go through and look again for maybe the ones that are a little bit blurry or that weren't my best and turn those over. Yeah. But I... Am very very careful about curating what yeah. of my work is out there, and I only want to give them the best of those. I don't want to send a duplicates. I don't mm-hmm. want oh, smiling, yeah. smiling, but from a different <laughs> angle. You know what I'm saying? Like I want yeah. it to all have variations mm-hmm. of everything, and I don't want it to all look the same. Like all the poses yeah. to look the same. So I tend to, but I also overshoot. Like I in a let's say it's a ten hour day. I walk away with about 4,000 photos. Oh, yeah, easy. So, um, I but I try really hard to only give them the absolute best of what I shoot. And that means there's not a lot of duplicates. Yeah. And there's, therefore, less photos. Um, but I don't get a lot of comments of, oh, but where's the rest? I get a lot of... Oh, I used to get that all the time. So, I just get, I get so sick of it to the point where now I just give 
everything that I like and what I would want as a bride and just the best of each moment. But I try not to do the duplicates. Yeah. If it is a duplicate, it's because I would, I don't typically edit in black and white too often, but if I see a picture that I love, I'm going to do a um, copy of it. In black and white. In black and yeah. white. Yeah. Because my biggest pet peeve as a photographer, oh, you edited picture number 53 in black and white. Can I get it in color? Oh my dear God, I want to rip your head off. <laughs> I do. If I do any black and whites, I also do copies. Oh. Um, and I've done wedding galleries where it was in color and in black and white. It was one of my favorite weddings that I've ever shot because I was so excited about editing them. I just that's did a, That's but, the thing too. If it's a wedding that I am like over the moon, like holy shit, this is the yeah. best wedding I've ever shot in my life, they will end up with like a thousand photos. It's same. Yes, I literally so can't. Pass. I make somebody else look at the gallery before I turn it over. Usually it's Josiah because mm-hmm. he doesn't do any of the editing. I do all the editing. Um, and... He'll be like, this one looks exactly like that one. It looks fucking stupid. Take that one out. <laughs> He's not very constructive in this <laughs> criticism. <laughs> no, it's good, though. I, I love having him look at him. Okay, so the very last thing we want to talk about is um, some of our favorite tips to give brides for their wedding day. I think my favorite tips kind of stem off of my pet peeves. Sure, let's hear them. <laughs> so the biggest one is the unplugged ceremony. I've had brides just heartbroken over pictures because... Their guest or their husband's guest or half of the guests have their little iPhone sticking out. I've had people with iPads sticking out into the altar. Don't get too much into this rant because I we're going to do a oh. whole episode about unplugged ceremonies. Good. I'm passionate about it. You're passionate about it. Madeline's passionate about it. We're going to have a bitch fest about it. That is one of my favorite tips. Um, let's see. I always give my brides like free. Like, let's see. My first look. Um, scheduling enough time for each section of the day. Okay. Um, and just lighting. Lighting, lighting, lighting. And the best lighting for pictures. <laughs> so my biggest tip that I give is um, to know what parts of your day you really value. Yes. If photos are really, really important to you, mm-hmm. listen to your photographer and allocate the time. Mm-hmm. If they're not that important, you just want a documentary style, you don't want couples portraits, that's great. You need to find a photographer who that's also their priority. Yep. Like, I would not be a good fit for someone who's like, meh, photos. I just want, you know, candids most of the day. I don't really want any couples photos. I would not be your photographer. No, Neither I wouldn't have that either. But there's plenty of photographers who would be. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I love those candid pictures, I wouldn't, I would be crushed and heartbroken if I didn't have. My couple pictures, my family pictures, yeah. my pictures with my girlfriends that, like, on our wedding day. Yeah. And some, and, you know, a lot of people feel the same way we do, but there's a lot yeah. of people who don't. Um, so just being aware of what parts of your day you're going to value. Like, if you're really, really into your first dance, it's something that's super, super special, splurge the money on whatever you need for your first dance. Don't splurge the money on your caterer if you don't give a shit about the meal you're eating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so likewise, how that ties back into photography, if photography isn't super, super important to you, you don't need to splurge a Mm -hmm. bunch of money on a photographer who's goes, you know, above and beyond to give all of these things for someone who photography is really, really important to. Yep. If it's not that important to you, it's not. And as you know, I can respect that if someone is like, you know, I thought it would be, but it's not. Or if someone's like, I thought it wouldn't be, but it is. Can we add hours to the Mm -hmm. timeline? Can we do this? Um, is just to talk to your fiancés or 
significant others and have a conversation about what, when the day is over, what's going to be the part that matters the most to us. Yep. I think that's it. I think that is it. And we could literally go on and on about when more stuff. We've been talking for over an hour. But I don't want y'all to be singing in your car. I mean, hey, unless you're in traffic, we can go on for a couple more hours. But let's not. I really no. need to eat something for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us um, on Spotify, obviously. We're working on Apple Podcasts. Yep. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Creative Banter Podcast. Yep. And the website is, it's such a long one, I know. It's creativebanter.wix.com slash podcast. And yeah, if y'all ever have any questions, the three of us are just so willing to help y'all out in any way possible. Yeah, and just We con- love your feedback. Oh, yes. and we got a really cute one from, yeah, a girl that I went to college with. I'll have to show it to you. Okay. Kendall, right. I love you. I read it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye.